superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Rick Spielman, former Minnesota Vikings general manager. Would you give Cousins the same contract again if you could wave a wand and go back in time? Well, you, you know, when we... The Rich Eisen Show. You like that? Today's guests, MMQB columnist, former Packers executive, Andrew Brandt, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, NFL on Fox analyst, Greg Olson, plus from HBO's Winning Time, actor Devon Nixon, and now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Okay. We're ready for a big-time program here on this very busy Thursday on one of the wildest non-football-playing weeks in football. Um, and the NBA heating up. The Los Angeles Lakers are on the brink of who knows what. Um, a new series called Losing Time or Quitting Time or uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's Closing Time. Um, there's, uh, there's lots going on. The NCAA tournament it beckons. Conference tournament action going on. Sons of coaches getting uh, uh, retroactively suspended for throwing elbows or fists or whatever. Whack. Lots going on. As uh, we've got, uh, we've got uh, only one Bayheim getting ready to take on Duke, I guess. And uh, my alma mater is taking on Indiana. And Juwan Howard returns to the bench. Uh-huh. And brackets are all. Uh, getting ready to uh, appear, and uh, I'm just I'm just sitting here. I'm rooting for a quad one win, which I'm assuming it uh, beating a team in the NCAA tournament is, uh, or the Big Ten tournament is. I have no idea. It's a quad one win. <laughs> I just want more quad one action. So lots to keep an <laughs> eye on as uh, all of these games are going down during our program. Will you do that for me, Chris Brockman? Will yeah, you do yeah that Syracuse me? Duke is in eight minutes. There we go. So uh, there's that. You got me for eight minutes. Okay, no, well, <laughs> probably have you. No, no, no. I probably, I probably will get you back six minutes in. You're probably right. <laughs> this game should not be First close TV today. timeout. You're yeah. going to be locked in on the Rich Eisen show. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just you never know. Hey, I, mean, I mean, these matchup zones totally confuse people after they didn't during the regular season when we're going to lose the two three zone suddenly hits march and everyone's like what is this thing it's it's the same thing syracuse always plays we're gonna get all right 
Butler and Providence going at it. We got all sorts of action when I see TCU and Texas getting ready to go at it. Michigan, Indiana, conference tournament action going down. Let's go. And we will not pass up the opportunity to talk about it like LeBron passed up that potential <laughs> flip off the backboard shot. I mean. Instead, he passed it to Carmelo, and they lost to the Houston Rockets in overtime. We'll talk about it. We've got three hours. Hey, Rich, you know, getting back to the Syracuse-Duke game, yeah. I'm not really big on, you know, locker room bulletin board material, but I'm not going to say that the Duke men's basketball team didn't get a DM with a video of Chris Brockman maybe you know, talking bad about their coach. I'm not going to say they oh. didn't get that okay. before this. Well, and, wait a minute. And, and the knowledge that he is a Syracuse alum on top of that. I, I'm, I'm gonna, not saying that that happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm going to put what we either. call a pin okay. in that. Oh, thank you. That's uh, that's fascinating material. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put, I wrote down pin in that. Pin. First up, first up here on this program, got to turn to you, Chris, and ask, have any NFL quarterbacks been traded? Uh, As at this moment. Twitter refresh. Not yet. Not yet. It doesn't seem Okay, like that'll it. only happen in an hour and 40 minutes because that's happened over the last two days of this program. Russell Wilson two days ago, Carson once yesterday. So we'll see. That'll be after Albert Breer joins us. Hopefully it'll happen before Albert Breer joins us from the MMQB. And our first guest middle. from another MMQB guy and Andrew Brandt to tell us the, uh, the, the tea leaves from the Aaron Rodgers I'm staying contract and Jordan Love seeming to be uh, what we call toast in Green Bay. But um, uh, Andrew giving me a little hint that um, he, he might think differently. Can't wait to chat with him. Mm. About 16 minutes time. Suss all this out. The first blush reaction in Denver is still the same blush reaction in Denver. We've got Russell Wilson. Holy crap. We've got Russell Wilson coming to Denver. The AFC West, now a very deep end of the pool. Uh, maybe deepest end of the National Football League pool now. NFC West, once upon a time now, uh, Russell leaves there. Now he shows up in the AFC West. Pretty damn deep end of the pool when you've got four quarterbacks of that note. And the Broncos were definitely the weakest link, to use the old television Phrase the weakest link in the AFC West with Mahomes and Herbert and Derek Carr for Las Vegas and then Denver. At we'll figure out who we're going to get to fill in the blank for John Elway at some point and Peyton Manning for a couple years and then they're still spinning their wheels. Aaron Rodgers staying put. Here comes Russell Wilson. They're so excited they should be, and then you hear. Across the country on your Twitter feed or your YouTube comments or whatever. And then some others who are, you know, in the NFL media or evaluation that Russ is getting longer in the tooth. And this is what's fascinating about this trade because the Broncos and Russ together need to hit the jackpot. Certainly when you put all that draft capital into it, like the the Broncos did, two firsts, two seconds, a fifth, three players, including Drew Locke, Noah Fant, tight end. A lot of draft capital. 
And part of the journey we're going to see from Russell Wilson and Denver is something to put in your mind's eye about this iteration of the NFL. And by that, I mean the mobile quarterbacks, the ones who can run it and throw it. Because the ones who can run it and throw it throughout the history of the NFL you got Fran Tarkenton, didn't win a championship. You want to go way back, right? Michael Vick, never won a championship, never got to a Super Bowl. Donovan McNabb got to one Super Bowl. Randall Cunningham never got to a Super Bowl. You want to throw Bobby Douglas in there. The number of runners and throwers. And Russ is more of a thrower than a runner in your mind. They're not going to run it with him all the time. And that's why you hear it like he's, he doesn't have the same wheels. And somebody of Russell's abilities, just ask anybody about his deep ball throwing ability. He's got it. He's terrific at it. Remember, he once ended a playoff game with it. Ask Green Bay. He can throw the deep ball. He can run it. And the question is, how much mileage is on that odometer? How many hits has this guy taken? Even though, as you know, he's one of the wisest with his body. He's the king of sliding. He's the king of somehow getting out of bounds while reaching the ball for the first down. Marker. But how will Russell Wilson's career end game in his mid-30s and into his late-30s play out? That's going to play out. For the Denver Broncos, one would think he will sign there after a couple of years, unless the wheels that are supposedly worn out with some more treaded, less treaded tires um, completely fall off. I don't see that one coming. I see the Broncos putting all this capital in him and it working out well enough that he's going to stay there. It's fascinating to me how this is going to play out. Because this might be something to look forward to seeing about Lamar Jackson's career and Kyler Murray's career, even though those guys run more than rusted. I'm just talking about mobile quarterbacks, not traditional pocket-passing quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers being an outlier. He can still move. He can still motor. I can't wait to see that playing out. And so I can't sit here and say... Denver won the trade. And I can't sit here and say Seattle won the trade like so many have already said. We even had a skeptic in Bomani Jones yesterday saying he finds it difficult to see how he continues to play at an elite level for a long time to come, saying that about Russell Wilson. And then in terms about how this trade is won, also, and I know a lot of folks certainly out there at home, Want an answer now? Kind of like a few good men. (laughs) I want answers. And the truth that maybe people can't handle is you got to see who the draft choices turn into. Once again, if you put up the trade chart of uh, this Wilson trade, that's a lot of draft capital that Seattle's getting. Do they flip it for another quarterback? Doubtful. I think they got some more holes to go. But if 
say Deshaun Watson's grand jury comes back with a no bill tomorrow or before the new league year or and everything else gets settled satisfactorily or in a satisfactory manner can they now have the draft capital be in that game sure they do sure they do but I guess beware in a way uh, about a trade being won because somebody got all these draft choices and they can actually now win football games because you got to see who they turn into. Perfect example about needing to see what these draft choices turn into and also what a team does with the quarterback they acquire coughing up all these picks. Interestingly enough, you could take a look at somebody else who's been in the news who just got traded just on Wednesday. Carson Wentz, hey. take a look at the, the the draft choices that have been coughed up to either draft or acquire Carson Wentz since Carson Wentz <laughs> came off of the campus at North Dakota State. Radio audience, what you see on the screen are nine draft choices. Wow. Nine draft choices that have now been coughed up by three different teams and the teams you see on the screen also having acquired those draft choices five by the browns two by the eagles and now two by the colts in all three firsts two seconds three thirds and one fourth round draft choice have been given up to either draft or acquire a guy who has never played in the Super Bowl and had one three-quarters of an MVP season before his reckless abandoned play left him needing surgery because he decided to go headfirst into a an end zone with Aaron Donald coming in on him. And what have the teams who have acquired those draft choices gotten? The Browns, we thought... Hey, what a smart deal for Cleveland. They needed all of these picks. I guess Hugh Jackson wasn't too terribly into Wentz. Cleveland wasn't terribly into Wentz. They made these draft choices into what? Well, not to bore you with too much of the details, but the Browns used the picks on players. They also traded picks away. And eventually traded some of the players that they got with those picks for others. How is it right now? Right now for the Cleveland Browns entering 2022, six years after this trade. Because how many people are like, wait five years to see who wins, right? Right. That's so we're now at this. So we can even flash back to five years from the trade. Last year, the Browns had only three players on their roster from the trade. Three. Jordan Elliott, defensive tackle cornerback Denzel Ward at the very top of the draft and Odell who now is gone they got eventually Jabril Peppers with picks and then they they sent him to the Giants now Odell's gone they got just two guys on their team right now and how many championships did they win they won one playoff game one of the picks that they got a first rounder that they got in the 2017 draft They traded it away to Houston. You know who Houston chose with it? I saw this. Deshaun Watson. (laughs) 
Yep. The Colts, what did they what did what did what did the uh Eagles do with the picks they got from the Colts for once? Well, the third rounder that they got last year, they flipped in a trade to Dallas to go up a couple spots in the first round and take Devontae Smith. He's good. So that third rounder for the moment, we'll see how Philly does with the first rounder that they get in this year's draft because Wentz's performance last year pushed the two up to a one. And now we'll see what happens when the Colts eventually get on the clock with the draft choices they get from the Washington Commanders. So take take it all in. Seattle, you're on the clock. What are you going to do with those picks? And then Philadelphia, you used all those picks. They still won a Super Bowl, though. But what, the backup to Wentz. At least Philly got a Super Bowl out of it. They got three quarters of a season that was of stellar play by Wentz. Would have been the MVP if he finished the season that year because the Eagles used the one seed from Wentz's performance and leadership that year to eventually get to the Super Bowl and with Foles shock the world. What did the Colts get? No playoffs. One year. Lost a first. They're going to lose a third. And we'll find out who they're going to go get. Quarterback carousel spinning. With the Colts now needing one. And then the Washington Commanders. What are you going to do with Wentz? What's Denver going to do with Russ? And what's Seattle going to do with the picks? Just to set the table for you using today's headlines a la lower order and yesterday's headlines. Ripping it straight to try and give you some perspective on this trade. So... Summing it all up, Russ, what's he going to do in Denver? And how will that affect anybody looking at a stellar young quarterback who runs, uses his legs and his arm, makes the playoffs more often than not, wins in the playoffs when he makes the playoffs more often than not, then hits his mid-30s. What's he going to look like? Do you want to be all in on that guy? Do you want to spend all this draft capital on that guy? And then does the draft capital matter? Look at Les Snead and look at anybody else that wins a championship by coughing up all them picks. Can Denver be that? Or will Seattle, with these picks, do something with it and get players that will still be on their team five years from now, unlike the Cleveland Browns? These are all the questions. Uh, just to this pull up, Rich. Better oh, God, I thought you said <laughs> quarterbacks. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody, nobody yet. Better chance to make the playoffs. Better chance to make the playoffs this year with their new quarterback, Broncos Commanders. Out of boy. Come on, that's easy. I think you're going to lose that poll 90 to 10. I think people should think twice. AFC is stacked. They may not even make it out of the division. Just saying. I just think people people so down on Wentz, too. And that's one of the things I can't wait to ask Albert Breer in hour number two is what did happen in Indianapolis where we're going to give this guy a shot. We know him. I know him, says Frank Reich. He knows us. They look terrific. And then poof. Now, reportedly, Wentz tried to get a meeting with Jim Ursay after the season, and Jim's like, yeah, no thanks. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How did it deteriorate so damn fast? Don't forget, was that the week 15 Saturday? Colts beat the Patriots, and it's like three games to go, and they're definitely in the playoffs and definitely a team you don't want to face. Then they don't make it. Face plant. 
But when we come back, um, oh, by the way, in hour number three, Greg Olson of Fox Sports, um, he's got a new uh, podcast network that um, that called Audiorama. The other two people who are forming it, Ryan Khalil and Vince Vaughn. And then we've got a Devon Nixon in studio. He happens to be one of the stars of the new HBO show Winning Time about the Showtime Lakers. And uh, he plays his dad, Norm Nixon. This is going to be fun. He's in hour number three. Albert Breer, hour two. But coming up next, this man knows everything about what the Packers think about and everything about transitioning from one quarterback to the next. Uh, and and he thought that for sure, come heck or high water, it would be Jordan Love's starting season in 2022. He also predicted that Rodgers would come back to the Packers in 2021. His name is Andrew Brandt. Returning to the Rich Eisen Show. Don't miss this conversation. That's next. But before we go, Mercedes-Benz wants to talk about uh, your dream. Through me, I am the dream talker. <laughs> and I also would love for you to check out the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter because you could live the van life and a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Some premium, primo van life on four wheels because it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. Innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist and MBUX voice command system. You can expect amazing performance and reliability, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like, well, a dream. So I say it's time you and your dream get back together. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. Andrew Brandt with his unique take on the Rogers deal and whether love will be on the move soon. Next. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, your phone number uh, is the phone number. Down. We'll take your phone calls uh, before this hour is up. Um, he is uh, one of the men certainly most in the know about the way the Packers organization works. And as soon as Aaron Rodgers, it was announced this four-year, $200 million contract extension um, was, uh, was announced, I thought, what does he think of it? Um, he is uh, back here on the Rich Eisen Show from the MMQB and the Business of Sports podcast. He is Andrew Brand. How you doing, Andrew? Doing well, Rich. I always say this. The offseason in the NFL is much more, I don't know, interesting, intriguing, active than the season. So here we go. Well, I know this week has been uh, a whirlwind, and that's why I guess they call it a quarterback carousel. Let's start first with Mm -hmm. the decision that Aaron Rodgers made and the contract that um, uh, he said really wasn't in front of him, but is in front of him. And he says, I mean, everything's still up in the air, but except for the fact that he's decided to stay. And, you know, you and I have been talking about this subject for two years now. Yes. And and uh, are you surprised at how this has resolved, where Jordan Love may never see the field again, and it's Rodgers um, from here all the way through to whenever he's done? Yeah, Rich, a lot to unpack. I mean, he we did talk about this for two years. We were right, or I was right. Last year, they would come back when there was a lot of dissension and there was a lot of angst and drama and he did come back. And then this year, I thought there was time for a change that they would transition to Love after a two-year apprenticeship for Jordan Love, not a three-year apprenticeship, which Aaron Rodgers had 17 years ago. But he's back. And now comes the question of the contract, which I think will help us determine is if, like you said, they're moving, they really don't see a future for Jordan Love, or they do. This could very well be, Rich, just like Aaron and Brett, a three-year apprenticeship. They're running it back this year. They got Adams on a tag. They're going forward with their cap deficiencies, and they'll see what's next after that. And they move to Jordan Love next year. But we heard talk, as you said, about a four-year contract and all these big numbers. I am saying this. I do not for one second believe this is a four-year commitment to Aaron Rodgers or from Aaron Rodgers. And I do believe the Packers are not giving up on Jordan Love. So what what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on a second. All right. Uh you had me at at, uh, at uh this hello. So you you okay, keep going. Keep okay. going, Andrew. Yeah. Keep going. I know because I started this twenty something years ago. The Packers do not guarantee true guarantee more than the first year of the contract and they have held that through even Aaron Rodgers last contract so this idea of 150 million guaranteed well maybe but it's not going to be real guarantee the real guarantee is going to be some huge signing bonus this year which will be prorated for a number of years to dummy out the cap and for people who don't know, you take the signing bonus and prorate it on the existing number of years. You get a cap number way down, which they need. They'll have a low salary. Now, maybe there's guarantees, quote-unquote, if he's on the team next year, that trigger another, whatever, $40, $50 million, maybe even more in 2024. But what I'm pointing out is if there are future guarantees, number one, they're probably – they're probably only if Rodgers is on the team. And number two, they can move to another team if he's traded next year. 
So let's get this out of the way first. The fact that they're making a huge guarantee to Aaron Rodgers doesn't commit him to the team more than this year. Number two, here's where I want to really know about the business of Aaron Rodgers. Last year when he came back, we heard from everyone, NFL Network, ESPN, everybody, that what he got, besides bringing in Randall Cobb, was a void, an opt-out after 2022. I thought maybe they'd give it to him after 2021, but it was after 2022. That is extremely valuable. That's Tom Brady leaving New England. That's creating an opportunity for him to be the most valuable free agent in NFL history and have, pick a number, 10, 12, 15 teams bidding on him in a year. My question is, did the Packers get that out of the contract? Or is it still in the contract? Because if they got it out, wow. Like, wow. And then $50 million a year is a bargain if they got that out. Or maybe everyone was wrong and that was never in the deal. But that is extraordinarily valuable. And if it's still in the contract, then it's a one-year deal, right? Then it's Aaron Rodgers having an out next year, just like Brady had in New England. And we'll see what happens then. So there's there's the start to the unpacking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> unpacking? That's like dropping a whole airport's worth of luggage on top of this thing. So hold on a second. You're saying we're maybe not done with talking about Rogers and the Packers being done? Is that what you're saying? That 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 this is just a, a way to window dress up? and salary cap massage running it back one more time is that what you're saying a couple things rich am i am i am i the only one did you not hear this in august that aaron came back he imports his the conditions were importing his buddy randall cobb having some soft language about what we'll reassess after 2021 and avoid an opt-out after 2022. Now, if I'm Aaron Rodgers or his lawyers or his agent or his friends, or how in the world are you going to give that up, that extraordinary valuable contract property, if that was important to you before? And you know what just happened, Rich? He took two months to decide to come back to a place he'd been for 17 years. You think that's the end of that? You think you think that come the end of 2022, they'll just say, yeah, I'm good again. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that we're good for multiple years here. And then the other part is Jordan Love. And people can say, well, who cares about Jordan Love? Well, I think the Packers care about Jordan Love. You know, I've talked about this with you before. Aaron Rodgers fell in our lap. We didn't want to take a quarterback, but he was there. Jordan Love was aggressively and affirmatively traded up for by the team. It's this guy didn't fall in their lap. They went and got him. They want him to play. The question is when. So I don't know. Is it going to be three years like Aaron? Is it going to be four years? Is it going to be never? I would bet against never. That's for sure. So Andrew Brandt here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah. Uh Hoskins, pop up uh, Roger's tweet. So Roger sent this tweet out um, amidst all of the hoopla 
and yeah. reporting that happened um, the other day. And he wrote, hey, everyone, just want to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as this, as are the supposed terms of the contract I quote-unquote signed. I'm very excited to be back. And then he's got the you know, bicep emoji. And then this now, based on your uh, opinion, now catches my eye. He just put hashtag year 18 with a heart yeah yeah so yeah that's what he basically put just year 18 i thought to myself okay because i i'm making this out to think this is it he's now locked in he's retiring as a packer he's got this contract as a packer he finishes he's the tom brady as the packer i call him he's the tom brady of the team that they're going to commit to him after turning 37 to multiple years to see if he can do what tom brady did they believe in him and you're saying that this is just essentially um you know, completing whatever was discussed last year to just run it back this year is again. I, I know I'm keep on revisiting this, but well, so so when I, I guess when do we see the contract terms? New league right. year hits next Wednesday. We'll all see the proof in this pudding right now. It's got to be before that. Now here's what the contract's going to look like from a cap point of view. They're yes. going to have a huge bonus. And loads of salary, whatever the minimum is, and say his minimum's a million dollars, say he gets, pick a number, $70 million bonus. So you can add five years or add four years to the existing year. So you make it like a five year, whatever it is, and you prorate the 70 million over five, that's 12, add a million salary, that's 13. You bring it down from he's at 30 something now, so you get 18 million of cap and they're on their way. But you're pushing out a lot of pain, especially if he's not there. Let's just bring this all back to the contract, this whole discussion. We will see this at some point. Does it have the out? Where's the guarantee level after 2022? That will guide us on the future. But even taking that aside, Rich, I mean, you followed this as much as anyone. Do you really think... Whatever went on in Aaron's mind for two months since losing to the 49ers is not going to be back at the end of this year, whether it's trade, retirement, whatever his thoughts have been. That's hard to believe. Um, I was going to follow up, Andrew, to say, what do you think uh, Jordan Love's market is? So your thought is zero, that you know they're, they're not going to touch him. He's, he's going to stay there unless what? Somebody gives a YOLO deal to Gutekunst because there are now teams that are trading a two and a three for Wentz. Trubisky may hit it. The quarterback market is less than. What do you think here? Well, I'm looking at it from the team point of view. Number one, as I said, they traded up to get him. It would have to, if he, you know, a thought of trading him, it'd have to be a first because you trade up and you trade multiple picks to get up and get him. Why would you give him up for a second? And number two is he's cheap. They've got the most expensive starting quarterback in the league. Of course, you want a cheap backup. And I just think I know the Packers, and maybe they've changed, but Brian Gutekunst is a Ted Thompson disciple. First-round picks are just precious gold inventory for them. I don't think they give up on them. <laughs> I'm doing it. This is... Brockman, are you feeling the same way as me right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm just I mean, kind of like, okay. 
Well, listen, so, I'm I'm seeing it from my from my knowledge and experience of the Packers. I don't see this. I mean, listen, Rich, what's going on in the NFL this week is all these guys that signed huge deals one or two years ago are going to get cut, right? We just saw Landon Collins and, you know, none of these deals are real. You know, if Aaron signs a four-year deal, do people really think that's four years? I mean, none of these deals go the length that they're still No, and I, and I know that, but I, I just yeah. would think that the back-to-back MVPs, right, the back to the back to back MVPs moved the Packers in a direction of essentially saying, "We we get it, Aaron. You're you're not having any diminishing returns. You are, um, you know, clearly in shape. You're talking about your your cleansing and all that business, yeah. And that you're you, we get it. You're 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 a unicorn. You're not going to be like Big Ben or even Breeze diminishing returns when you approach forty or hit forty. We're in, you know, we're in and we're in to make you uh, a Packer for life. And you're coming out and saying, I thought Rogers after everything would be like, yeah, got it. And you're now saying they're just running it back for a year. And uh, trust me, as somebody in this position, I'm, I'm all in and having this Rogers back to the Packers conversation all year long and next off season too. But I thought well, we were done with it. I'll be honest with you. Until I see more about the contract, until I hear that the void that he negotiated for 2023 to get out and be a free agent right. is out, it's hard for me to believe different. And you combine that with love. I mean, if they go to love next year, it will be the exact same apprenticeship time that we had for Aaron, three years. So maybe, you know, in me predicting they'd go after two years, I was jumping the gun, but they were so excited to trade up and get Jordan Love. But you just pointed it out. Maybe they didn't expect two years of MVP play. And they said, we can't leave this behind. Let's go after it again. But, yes, I am not seeing this as a long-term deal. So what does this mean for Devontae Adams? He just has to play on the tag and and, and run it back with everybody else? I'm sure he wants a long-term deal. I'm sure he's not terrible. Although... I'm sure he's thrilled that he gets to play with Aaron Rodgers. He can't be terribly thrilled that he's going to go out on a football field as things currently stand right now. Or is there uh, with just one year uh, guaranteed, despite it being a very nice number? But um, what's the plan there, do you think, with Adams? Well, that again, this is going to be very telling. If they aggressively negotiate a long-term deal for, for Adams, then I think, okay, maybe maybe Rodgers can be around for a while. But if they're content, which I, it just seems that they've been, because they know the number to get Adams done. You know, whatever the top, you know, whatever DeAndre Hopkins got last year, or whatever, they, they know the number, and they've put him on a tag to just hold him. Now, if they're, they're just holding him on the tag and Rodgers has this out, then, it, we're, then we're in the last dance. That's where we are. But if they sign Rodgers, if the Rodgers doesn't have the out, if Adams has a long-term deal, that changes my thinking. All right, before I let you go, what did you think of the um, the big trade between Denver and Seattle? Quality compensation? You like the compensation? What do you think about the future of that? One of those where you got to uh, – people hate saying this, hearing this, because, you know, you have two ones and two twos, and to judge them, it's going to take five years. I'll say the different angle on this real quick, Rich. Sure. The 
ownership angle. Seattle, Paul Allen died. Jody Allen, not that involved. Two alpha males up there with John Schneider and Pete Carroll. They're running the team, and you wonder if an owner more involved would have resisted a little more about trading Russell Wilson. And the other ownership angle, of course, is the Broncos, who will be the most valuable sale in the history of the NFL. And what do buyers want? They want certainty at the most important position. They don't want to buy into Picks or Drew Locke. Now they're buying Russell Wilson. And, oh, boy, does that help the purchase price as well. So that'll go crazy, that franchise value. Yeah, that's what I was saying, is that the Broncos were more valuable yesterday than they were the day before. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. How about that? Andrew, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate your insight as always. Let's uh, let's chat next week when all the dust settles. I'd love to chat with you again. We'll do it, Rich. Always a pleasure. With all that food for thought. At Andrew Brandt on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well right here on The Rich Eisen Show. The fine print. (laughs) Got to read the contract. Unbelievable, man. (laughs) Got to read the contract. Because... Is it possible that the Packers are just running it back for one more year with Adams and Rodgers and the way things are going? They know the credit card bill's coming. At some point, they don't usually run it things like this, but they're just going to run it back one more time. Rodgers is up for running it back one more time. He's getting paid a ton of money. He likes it there for one more time, and then he can walk. That this four-year contract extension is just to get the cap room for this year to run it back one more time, and then he's going to walk maybe. Then he could go wherever he wants, or he's got a four-year contract extension in place to just keep going. Like depending is on how that next what year? just happened? And if it's just what happened, I feel like what a dumbass. I, I mean, That's that right. I, me that I that I see a four year contract for two hundred million dollars, and I think this is you know he's there forever. He's going to retire there. And then you see his tweet, and all he's talking about is year eighteen. That tweet was very telling. Yeah, it was very telling. Yeah. You know, that's all he's talking about is year 18 when I first saw it, but I was on the air when we were talking about it, and I didn't really have much time to think about it because we were all busy talking about Russell Wilson being a Bronco now. And then signing the reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate. Then you stuck on the signing stuff. I still don't understand that one. But obviously the details would be different if he's just thinking I'm on a one-year deal. This four-year contract extension buys the cap room to keep Devontae. That could be it, too. Which means Rogers watch all year long again. Yeah, TJ. Here we go. Great. <laughs> you know, the, I, I think and then one, one the, year from now. That's all we're talking about. I think one of the most telling things about that tweet, guys, is if you're signing a contract that's going to take you over the next four or five years, you'd say... Happy to be a Packer for the rest of my yeah, career. He said next year, comma. Year 18. Well, th- before yeah, yeah, yeah. the year 18, he, was next, next year. he didn't say for the next four years right. or for the rest of my career right. or said, forever or right. for life like the NWO. No, he said next year. So you've got and Andrew, and Andrew Brandt has the insight. He knows the way things are going. Andrew Brandt's so smart. <laughs> 
way too smart. And the only way to, to know for sure to back up Andrew Brandt's thoughts until we get a contract right now is this right here, Magic 8-Ball. Which one is it? Is it, so is, it possible? Just, is it just the Packers running it back one more year? Is it that? Is it? it is what that did 8-Ball really say? And it says, signs point to yes. Oh, boy. Magic what more do you need to know? That's Rich Eisen Show. We're on it. Rich, we got... Rogers just doing one more year, and then we're going to do this again next year. Syracuse is beating Duke. Jeff Passon is hacked. I got no idea what's yes. happening oh, I don't today. Want to clap about that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's fine. What is going on? Let's take a break. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll take your calls when we come back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ruben in California, first in, first up. We're back here on the hey, Rich Ruben. Eisen Show with your phone call. What's up, Ruben? Hey, uh, Rich. And um, so you seated, uh, I think it was the day before, to check up on your Seahawks fans, yeah. see where they're at. Yeah. I live like 15 minutes away from where Bobby Wagner played ball at Colony High School in Ontario, California. So I saw Russ being traded. I saw that happening. Bobby being cut devastated me he's a local boy i mean i'm about as much pain as a sports fan can be rich well do you want the rich eisen show bro hug treatment is that what you're calling in for just be honest just come through the straight front right through the front door and say that's what you're looking for i'm here for you you well um actually i kind of wanted to (laughs) uh, call in to share my little uh pet theory about what's really going on in Seattle right now. Okay. I think there's a power vacuum going on, and it's happened ever since the late owner and uh, Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen passed away in, I believe, 2018. Uh, Jody Allen assumed ownership, and she's been about as uninvolved as an owner can be to add to what uh, Andrew Brandt said earlier. And... From what I've heard and observed, um, Pete Carroll is the de facto leader. And you can point to how the team has regressed and also to those uh, Kakamimi trades like that uh, Jamal Adams trade that has benefited your Jets in particular. Yeah. Um, that's done. Yeah, I know so, that. But let, um, me just, let me just jump in here. First things first. You know, I don't usually get rebuffed on offering the Rich Eisen show bro hug. Um, so do you want it or you don't? Um, well, I mean, I'll take it. Okay, here we go. Oh, 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 all right, well, so here we go. Coming around, uh, tap, tap, and then that's it. You know. Uh, but the other thing Sorry too, and that. no, it's all good. Don't worry. You're you're in pain, and I appreciate you. And I, uh, I'm I'm sorry to 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 say that um, you know it. Uh, uh, that it happened. Thank you for the call. 
I, I got to just say this about the whole Paul Allen, Jody Allen angle. I'm, I'm not locked in completely on it. I'm just not. What do you think? Paul Allen would have been like, you can't trade for that for Jamal Adams. Right. Uh, you know, or, or I would assume or, that he just or, trusts Pete and John. Here's the story that backs it up. And again, he might have become more involved since this moment. And I'm, I'm, I, I'll just say this. You know what Matt Hasselbeck told me once? Hmm. He was in an elevator at the Super Bowl they were in, in Super Bowl 40 in Detroit. Paul Allen got on the elevator and didn't know it was Matt Hasselbeck in the elevator with him. And he saw him. No way. Yes. No, that's insane. Oh, yes. come on. Really? That's. I'm sorry, Matthew, if I just put something out there you didn't want out there. But that's just. Yeah. He had to. In, he basically was on the elevator. The owner of the Seahawks in Detroit. And he's in Detroit because this quarterback was playing lights out. <laughs> and what hey, you, well, hey Mr. Allen Mike Brown will know that's Joe Burrow on the elevator right Stan Kroenke will know yeah. that oh, it's yeah. 100% Bob Kraft knows it's Brady on the elevator <laughs> hey Tom you know uh, <laughs> can you hit 12, hit penthouse for me <laughs> hit the top floor so I'm, I'm not all in on that whole thing in Seattle <laughs> 